Welcome to Kingdom Talk Radio Hour with Dennis McCork, founder of God Hope Ministries. Kingdom Talk is where Christ is King, and we are the subjects and citizens of the Kingdom of God. Yes, this is a historic time to be in the Kingdom of God. Mm. Today's decision on that theory, then, calls into question other rights that we thought were settled. The right to same-sex marriage. The right to interracial marriage. With Roe gone, let's be very clear. The health and life of women in this nation are now at risk. You know, that's the thing. Let's be... uh, Moving forward in faith, we're here on Kingdom Talk Radio. This is an amazing time to be alive in Christ. Mm, We're here every Saturday from 12 to 1 on 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. It's great to have Loto back after being gone last week. Yes, Yes. what a blessing. And Philville, great to have you here. First time together in a few weeks, all yeah. three of us. Yeah, it's a blessing yes. to be together right. again in Christ. Amen. And not just talking, but demonstrating yes, the kingdom of God. And we have so much to be praying about, so mm. much to be talking about, and some to be rejoicing yes. about yes. Uh, how the kingdom of God is moving forward. You know, I hope they do overturn gay marriage. I'm, not a, I'm unabashed about that, and uh, we need to be uh, really praying that that happens. Uh but, uh, you know, there's so much we're going to talk about today. Of course, the Roe v. Wade overturning the, the Supreme Court. We have some clips to play for you today, and we're going to be commenting on those. And we're going to be turning to God's Word, as we do every time on Kingdom Talk Radio, and bring a gospel message. So uh, we are also going to be talking about what happened here right in the center of California, Uh reverberations of which are going throughout the nation around the world with regards to pastors and leaders coming together in unity to take a stand uh, in love, but speaking the truth with regards to the raising of the LBGTQ flag here in Fresno and also the uh, problems that uh, have been created by this uh, prayer that was prayed, so-called prayer uh, that was... uh, saying that God is the queer one, the queering one, the great transgressor. Uh, and then, of course, the Friday night at the zoo at the Chaffee View with uh, Meet the Drag Queen. So we'll, we'll, we'll be talking about that. Also, the Supreme Court's decision uh, regarding uh, the postgame prayers that were being done. And there was a victory there yes. for faith and freedom, Thank you, our First Amendment right. And then also what's going on in our culture and the cult uh, with regards to how the pendulum has swung to where the persecution is uh, really coming on strong. So, and also there's a huge problem, of course, with drugs and fentanyl and all that, but also just THC levels are so high in the marijuana today that uh, young kids are getting sick, having psychosis, uh, having to be hospitalized uh, because of the huge increase of THC. So, yeah. You know, uh, in starting off here, going back to that clip that we just played, you know, there's these uh, these threats, you know, about, oh, no, we're going to lose interracial marriage. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I hope that that the uh, gay marriage decision is at risk. I hope that does get overturned. But um, 
you know, the reality is is that uh, we expect push at, pushback, and we knew that when this decision yeah. came down that we were going to get some Out, persecution outrage. and Just outcry. Making things up. What, what are they getting interracial marriage? Trying to scare people. Yeah. Yeah, and so there's no surprise there at all. And and so the thing is, is that we need to be rejoicing over this and honoring those who have dedicated their lives to see this happen. I think of Dr. James Dobson. I think of Lou Engel mm-hmm. uh, being there in uh, D.C., you know, with his uh, justice prayer house there, where having young people stand in front of the Supreme Court with tape over their mouths and mm. um, just uh, praying, fasting, praying and fasting. Yeah. Um, so many uh, leaders uh, have taken a stand on this for decades, for 50 years plus. Uh, and Well, 50 years, actually, 49, because it was 1973 when this yeah. mm. was ruled. But um, it is uh, definitely a good thing. I really need to mention, there are some local heroes, too, here. Yes. In many, many ministries, outreach churches that reach out. There's some... some and and little even know this. There's a we got to mention her name. She's not known by many, but uh, Lucy Long. Lucy Long is yes. is an amazing woman of God. She's the sister of uh, associate senior associate pastor Rudy Arena. Okay, at Cornerstone, and she would go week to week, day by day. Four no, years. not announce. Yeah. No, n- no fanfare. She would go. Yeah, no fanfare. She would go with her kids in a stroller mm-hmm. and in the hot and. The, and she would witness, and she would. She really saved many lives. And out in front at, of Planned Parenthood, right there, mm-hmm. yeah. right outside. Yeah, there's that one on Fulton, where there is the uh, Right to Life Center right next right door. Next we need door. to be praying for yeah, them. And the one way back. John Girardi is another one. John, yes. oh yeah. gosh, yes. yeah, he's spearheading that. Christy Burkhart at yeah. the the Crisis Pregnancy Care, yep. Pregnancy Care, Care Center, Center yes. in, yep. in Fresno. Doing an amazing job yes. and has been for a long time. I remember the first description I ever had of Cornerstone Church was it was the church with the little white crosses in the yard. Wow, oh, that's right. I remember yeah. that. And those little crosses represented babies that were aborted. That's wow. the first time I ever really heard of Cornerstone. How long ago was that? Oh gosh, this is back in the mid nineties. Amazing. Yeah. You were five years old, right? Don't exaggerate. Uh, six. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, well, thank God for Jim Franklin and Cornerstone Church taking a stand for so many years. And we're going to talk more about that stand together here uh, as the singular capital C church in Fresno. And uh, and we'll talk about that more in, in a little bit. But, you know, um, it is a, a victory uh, for, for everyone yes. because uh, lives are going to be saved. Now, we recognize that uh, there is mercy and love and forgiveness for those who've had an abortion. And we need to emphasize that as well. Um, But with regards to, you know, um, honoring those, you know, who have dedicated their lives, you have a clip of a worship celebration there in Chicago. Oh, yes. In Chicago, everybody's celebrating right on the streets of Chicago. Hundreds, hundreds gathered. There we go. So now on the other side, on the flip side of the coin, there's a lot of persecution and outrage about this. Unjustified. Now, yes, there are problems with pregnancy. 
there is risks. There are sacrifices that must be made. But, you know, we've always known that parents sacrifice for children, not children being sacrificed for parents. This is upside down. And unapologetically, we are pro-life. Amen. And we're for life in the womb and out of the womb. That's right. And don't start moralizing with regards to those, you know, well, what have you done for those who have, you know, the reality is, is that um, many of us here, well, right here in this room, I know that, that uh, the outreach that has gone on with you brothers and myself personally on the streets, going into homes, praying mm-hmm. with people, loving people, financially giving, sacrificing going into the nations and sacrificing for families and children. But that isn't, that's not the subject. Mm -hmm. I'm not the subject. My brothers here are not the Mm -hmm. subject. Jesus is the subject. Thank you, Lord. The children are the subject. And so um, with that persecution, I mean, that that doesn't surprise us, does it, Loto? Not at all. Not at all. The enemy's not going to stop until he's out of time, which... He's really ramping it up because he knows his time is coming. But thank God for this victory. You know, he says that uh, the devil has come down with great wrath, Mm -hmm. knowing he has a short time. And they overcame him by the Republican Party. No. No. By the Democratic Party. Certainly not. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. Hallelujah. We do have the antidote to mm, yes. civil unrest. We have the antidote to abortion. Yeah. We have the antidote to gay marriage and, and all of these things that are going on, oppression, racism. Yeah. And that antidote is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, with regards to this persecution that's going on, we have a clip there? Yeah, we see it happening all across America, and, and but they're really peaceful protesters. Mostly peaceful. Oh, what's that? Tear gas. For those that can't see. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, the, fog, that's the fog machine for the concert. No. <laughs> Dennis gave Bill. me a look, I know. So, so why don't you guys describe for our radio listeners what yes. that was, for those that couldn't see the video. The outside, the Arizona Capitol, right? And there are, again, peacefully... Out just really, they're just outrageous. Mostly, Outra- they're mm-hmm. losing their mind, and it's getting so out of the control. And they're they were they were holding the 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 lawmakers. They said were being held hostage. Yeah. So the cops had to intervene and throw tear gas, hap- laughing gas. So tear. Yeah, gas. they were they were locked yeah. in pretty much inside the Capitol yes. building. Wow. They're in Arizona, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the thing is, is that. We're going to turn to God's Word because uh, we don't shy away from reading God's Word here on Kingdom Talk Radio. And uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6. You know what? I'm tired of opinions. I'm tired of my opinion. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of your opinion. Mm -hmm. I want to go, we want to go to God's Word. Let's see what God says. He says, run from fornication. Mm. Every sin that a man does is without the body. But he that commits fornication sins against his own body. What? Do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, which is in you, which you have of God? You are not your own. You are bought with a price. Mm. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which belong to God. 
Now, this is the thing. My body, my choice. Well, if you're a believer mm-hmm. and you're saying that you're pro-choice and uh, you are pro-abortion, uh, then uh, you need to really reconsider that because we must submit to God and his word. Yeah. And uh, we know that the sixth commandment, Deuteronomy 5, is you shall not kill. And if you say you're you're pro-choice, well, why not choose life? Yeah. Deuteronomy thirty nineteen. You know, God says, uh, "I call heaven and earth to witness against you this day. I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life that you and your children may live." So we must we must choose life. We must recognize that uh, this human being in the womb is worthy of sacrifice, worthy of, you know, trials and troubles, you know, and uh, the pain of childbirth and all that goes on with that. And someone said, you know, I was was on Facebook posting on this and and they said, well, I said a comment or whatever, a pro-life comment or whatever. They said, well, I think you need to address him as Mr. McCourt. That somehow the fact that I'm a mister, I have nothing to say on this issue. And so I I, I responded back and I said, I do not apologize for being a mister. Hey, men could get pregnant, right? Well, I said, birthing people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, uh, I said, I'm not black and I'm not a slave, but I know slavery is wrong. And I can tell you slavery is wrong. So I got something to say on this issue. But in light of that, um, you know, we, we really do need to, you know, where we go from here as far as what do we do? Uh, to support women that are struggling with this decision, uh, we can uh, support and love and encourage those. You know, we're putting together a medical container to send to Uganda, and we're uh, looking to put uh, a prenatal care equipment on that container to send to Uganda to help mothers with their babies. Um ultrasound equipment and other types of equipment that will help these doctors to help the women and mothers and families and fathers there that are choosing life in Uganda. And this is a great way to participate in the post overturning of Roe v. Wade and making sure that we are being compassionate and loving and merciful. And then Loto, what do you say? I wonder if you can bring a gospel message, but, and include in that, those who women who've had abortions or abortions in the plural in the past, is there hope for them? Is that the unforgivable sin? No, that's not the unforgivable sin, and it's definitely hope for them. I, I love the scripture that you, you brought up, Dennis, you know, and it says that, you know, our bodies belong to God. Uh, and, and, and you have some who say, well, well see, that's your guys' religious uh, uh, bigotry. You know, my body doesn't belong to God. Uh, sweetheart, I'm not talking to you. This Bible is talking to the believers. Mm. So now these same folks have the uh, have the dilemma of, oh, wait, I am a believer. No. If you don't believe your body belongs to God, I'm sorry, you're not a believer. You're an optimist, but you're not a believer. In order for you to be a believer, you, 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 you have to submit everything to God, and, and, and that includes your body because your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And the good news is that, man, this, this promise is available to everyone, you know, whether you had an abortion, whether you had five abortions. Mm-hmm. Or whether you had no abortions. At the foot of the cross, it's a level floor. It's a level ground. Yes. But we have all sinned and come short of the glory. For some of you, it might be abortion. For me, it was fornication. 
For some of you, you know, it might be this. For me, it was that. But we have all fallen short and come, you know, and fallen and come short of the glory of God. And I thank God because he gave us all grace. I don't know where you're at today. I don't know who you are. But the gospel is for you, not just for the people behind these microphones. The gospel is for you, not just the people that go to church every Sunday. The gospel is for you. You're the very reason why Jesus left heaven so that he can take you home to heaven with him. But you have to accept him and you have to believe in him, which believing and obedience goes hand in hand. You cannot say that you believe in something and not follow through with it. You cannot say that, man, Jesus is the way to heaven and then not follow him. That's not, that's not believing. That's not, that's not, there's no obedience there. So you can believe all you want and you're going to go to heaven. But if you don't have Christ, you're not going to make it to heaven. The good news about that is you can have Christ. You can have Christ right now. Mm -hmm. and, and, I'm, and, and this is not only just about heaven. Aren't you tired of having living hell here on earth? God wants to have you experience this peace here and now. And all you've got to do is reach out. And all you got to do is cry out. And just a simple prayer is Jesus. I, I love what the pastor said this week. He said, I'm going to pray the longest prayer you probably ever heard, but the most powerful one. And that's, God, I need your help. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. And you shall be saved, you and your entire household. So put your faith in Jesus. Thank you so much, Loto. And yes, there is that mercy. You know, Jesus uh, was full of grace and truth. Yeah. And uh, and so we want to always be reflecting that, you know, that image of Christ in yes. grace and truth. And so as far as opinions go, well, let's see what uh, yeah. the Holy Spirit has to say in the Gospel of mm. Luke. Uh, when uh, Elizabeth was greeting Mary, and it says in Luke chapter one, verse forty-one. Now, it was is this referring to a mass of tissue or a human Jeez. being? Luke yeah. one forty-one. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby, b a b y, leaped leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled, hallelujah, mm. with the Holy Spirit. May you be filled with the Holy Spirit right now, if you're thinking about having an abortion. May you choose life that you and your children may live. I love that. It just jumped out at me. It says the babe leapt in her womb. Yes. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Whoa. See, that's the power to choose life yes. is by the power of the Holy Spirit. And, um, and so we have a quote here from uh, a former dignitary, uh, oh, in yes. our country that has a thought on this. Can you go ahead and set that up there, Mr. Life, With regard to the freedom of the individual for choice with regard to abortion, there's one individual who's not being considered at all. That's the one who's being aborted. And uh, I've noticed that everybody that is for abortion has already been born. <laughs> Ronald yes, Reagan truth himself. Bomb. Truth bomb. <laughs> Come That's what on. That is. That's what it is. Timeless. And speaking of truth bomb, we're going to read the next verse here in Luke 1. I'm going to read 41 again and then 42. Hallelujah. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leapt in her womb, mm. and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the 
fruit of your womb. Wow. That's the thing is to recognize how blessed, you know, that you are as a mother to have a baby in your womb and to to choose life. And then there is support in the kingdom of God. There are resources. Again, the, the pregnancy care center right here in Mm -hmm. Fresno, just Google that. Yes. And uh, get the help that you need. In uh, Psalm 139, 13, there you go. You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. There are no accidents. There's no accidents. Yeah. God knew. Those in the womb, mm-hmm. he knew us. There's many of us that think we have no purpose. There's not. A, there's not an accident. God knew us, and He has called us. Yes, from the foundation of the world. Yes. Gosh, we have been uh, in the mind of God, each one of us. Yeah, uh, and made in the image of God. Uh, although marred since the fall of Adam, but yeah. uh, we still have vestiges of the image of God in every human being. Amen. And it's so it's so awesome because. You know, for for you that that's pregnant out there, and and you're in the valley of decision, and and you're possibly going to make the worst decision you ever made in your life. Hey, I want you to know that might be your accident, but that baby's not God's accident. Just like you, your parents probably weren't planning on you, but God's always planned on you, just like He planned on that baby. There you go, and we just need to walk in in obedience. Now uh, we have uh, Anna Navarro who. Uh, She's always been a strong voice, you know, uh, with regards to exposing the deception of Islam. Uh, and she's also a uh, conservative, uh, but she has to come, uh, yeah, claiming to be. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> well, you both got something in your throat at the same time. How'd that happen? I don't know. It's, it's the air. It's the air here. It's a fake detector. <laughs> yeah. The the great show, The View, Anna Vera, but this was on CNN. And she uh, said some things that a lot of raised eyebrows right now. That's be, and everybody's talking about this. And let's see what she says. Families can do it. And I have a step-granddaughter who was born with Down syndrome. And you know what? It is very difficult in Florida to get services. It is not as easy as it sounds on paper. And I've got another, another step-grandson who is... Uh, very autistic, who has autism, and it is incredible. And their mothers and, their, and people who are in that society, who are in that community, will tell you that they've considered suicide because that's how difficult it is to get help, because that's how lonely they feel, because they can't get other jobs, because they have financial issues. You know what? I misspoke. That's not the woman I'm thinking of. Yes, now I know who she is. <laughs> she, now I know who she is. Yes. Yeah. So she is. Yeah. She's off. Uh, off. Okay. Way off. Okay. Yeah. Not now you just know why that, we're not, clearing our throat. Yeah. Okay. The... So I was thinking of this other woman uh, mm-hmm. who is a. You probably know who I'm talking about. Anyway, she's yeah. a very strong. Yes. Personality. No. Yeah. No. This. This is uh, very interesting to to listen to because, you know, again, who sacrifices for who? You know, this reasoning is so facile. It's so weak and uh, shallow. Yeah. She's basically. In, she's in. I can't even say it because it is just so evil. She's basically basically saying those with special needs that in her family, she implies basically they shouldn't even be alive or people like them, second class citizens. What, what is it? what is this? Just because you have a disability, you shouldn't have life. 
my wife worked with uh, special needs students for almost mm-hmm. 20 years. Um, any one of those parents, it, it's unimaginable that any of them, you know, would, would uh, consider aborting their babies, you know. Of course, I'm sure that the thought has crossed their minds, but after the birth, and now I I, I, I believe that it that's the furthest thing. I, I think it would tear them apart. You know, if their their uh, child, you know, and we've seen how parents have suffered and how they're so worried about losing their child, losing a child with special needs. The, the thing about this video clip to me that really gets me as a disabled person um, is how arrogant this lady sounds. Let me translate this for you. America, you are so inept that if I'm having trouble making money I make, as as a celebrity news news uh, person or on the view, if, if I'm having all these struggles, then of course you can't take the, the the you can't make that sacrifice. You're enabled, man. If 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 this is so hard for me and my family, then of course your family is not even worthy of giving mm. birth to a special need child. You know this is so arrogant. I, I this is outrageous. I can't believe you know uh, what she's trying to convey here. And 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 again, I'm one with disability. Man, you know, I wasn't born blind, but I pray that, man, that we we wouldn't consider taking a life's child because that life in our eyes wasn't physically perfect because there are amazing people who were born with a defect, who were born with disabilities. And let's be honest, brothers, every single one of us have a disability. Yeah. That's right. And they're saying the quiet thing out loud now where they really stand yeah. on things. It's like, you really believe you can have an abortion and up to nine months it's that baby has no value oh, well, oh, oh, now, now we're looking at a bill for up to yeah. six weeks after birth yeah 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 it's just yes. it's it's crazy what's going mm-hmm. on it used to be that the pro-choice were saying well we're for choice but we want as minimized as little abortions as possible yep. now it's like they it's like Covers are pulled. Uh, yeah, pull, the Biden's curtains pulled that. back yeah. it's like yes. everything is out the window. We're going to do everything we can to get as many abortions as possible, yeah. especially in California. So we have a, a new battlefront to be praying for and to be uh, interceding, but also reaching out to take a stand against. And that is the abortion industry in California is going to explode. Unfortunately, it looks like, I hope not, but we need to be praying. But you know, what came to me when I heard those words mm-hmm. uh, by um, Anna Navarro is that by your words, Jesus said, by your words, you shall be justified. By your words, you shall be condemned. Yes. And we on Kingdom Talk, you know, we must be humble. We must be careful mm-hmm. and make sure we we do pray. We do ask God to guide us. Uh, in James, uh, it says that uh, be not many teachers. Mm-hmm. Know you not, you shall receive the stricter judgment in many things we all err if any man err not in word the same is a perfect man mm-hmm. and so we must humbly be careful and when we make a misstep to make a correction uh because uh we are representing christ all yes. of us all our listeners that yes. are believers um need to be careful what we say yes and there's right. no no Amen. respect they're they are demonizing us as christians you see it everywhere and we got to remember too this Overturning is not saying it's illegal. It's just giving the power back to the states. And if they're for democracy, they're going to vote in their state what they want. But they're calling us Christians. Uh, they're blaming us for this. I mean, there it was very disgusting. I saw. If you, I don't know if you saw uh, this on on the on the feed, 
that they're kicking a Bible. They're just screaming blasphemous things about Christianity, and you saw Christians upset about it, but they didn't care. They're just kicking the Bible, and they threw the Bible in the, in, in the toilet. And it wasn't that, again, you told me before, it's just a piece of paper, mm-hmm. but it represents the Word of God. I know you're going to say something right there, Dennis. He's, well, if they persecute <laughs> you, they're going to, if they persecute me, they're going to persecute you. Yes. The servant yeah. is not greater than his master. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we expect that. Uh, and, and the reality is, is that that Bible is representing really us yes. and Jesus. Yeah. And they would, in their hearts, some of them possibly would want to do the same thing they did that to, to the Bible to us as well as oh, it, yes. citizens. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I'm sorry, with this crowd, I'm sorry, the... The uh, the uh, the my body my my choice crowd yeah uh, that wants okay. to use that choice to kill babies don't get to tell me about my body my choice when it comes to COVID yeah right well there's a difference right isn't there a difference though I mean yeah because the, the baby isn't your body mm, the yes. baby is a separate human being yeah yes and and, and uh, my body is my body but the thing is is that we obey God okay and not man and mm-hmm. so. When it comes to the times where the law of the land goes against God's word and his will. So so unjust laws, we don't obey. Mm-mm. Just laws, we do obey. Yes. That's simple. And that's the difference between those two. Certainly, um, you know, we're called to steward our bodies. In fact, mm-hmm. the reality is, is that because we are temples of the Holy Spirit— if someone has a personal, strong-held faith conviction based upon God's word that they don't want to inject their body with an unfully vetted so-called vaccine mm-hmm. that doesn't work that well uh, and is hurting some people, um, then that's their choice. So that's that's different, right? Because mm-hmm. because we, we do have a certain amount of autonomy in making choices, Uh but certainly not to kill another human being. Exactly. Yeah, do you see? Do you yes. see? There, there, there's the difference in kind of hammering that out. Now, yeah. the thing is, is that uh, I pray that Anna Navarro would be able to find repentance. You know, because we, the stances we take have consequences. The words that we speak, yeah. as Jesus, as we just, I just quoted. Yes. Our words have impact, don't they? Yeah. Let me let me say this: with Democrats, liberals, progressives. We're not saying these are demons. We're not saying these are all devil worshippers. I don't know, I think she's sincere. I yeah. think she's very sincere in what sincere she's trying wrong. to convey. I think she really means it. It's just she's sincerely wrong. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's the thing. And so we have brothers and sisters mm-hmm. uh, that are confused. We are human. We make yes. mistakes. Yes. We are not all clear on certain issues. And so... You know, I don't agree with myself 10 years ago on certain things. You <laughs> if know? you're married, you, you, know, you don't always ago. agree either. Right? You know, so so the thing yeah. is, is that, but there is redemption. And that's the difference between the kingdom and the cult, sure, yes. the cancel cult. Yeah, yeah. And they're going crazy. They're burning things down. There's no redemption. Yes. If you make a stand, you make a misstep and you make a statement, you tweet something out, you are cut off. You are fired. You mm-hmm. are, lose your voice. You are pushed aside uh, as to where in the kingdom... When somebody makes a misstep, we come alongside. If any of you do err from the truth and one convert him, it says in James chapter yes, five, let him know that converts uh, he that he that uh, converts a sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul yes. from death. 
James 5, Galatians 6. If if any of you are taken over with a fault, you which are spiritual, yes. restore such a one yes. in the spirit of meekness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. So we need that. We need to be tempered, mm-hmm. uh, brothers and sisters, by God's word to where we are, yes, uncompromised in our stand for truth and righteousness Amen. and holiness, but also just generous with grace and mercy and love to come yeah. alongside those that are struggling. That's I know right. that, you know, in the juvenile hall, juvenile hall ministry mm-hmm. that you do and, and elsewhere, Loto, you're doing that very thing. You're coming alongside families, not, not just the the student, the, the kids, uh, the children that are in juvenile hall, but you, you're interacting with parents and brothers yeah. and sisters, aren't you? It's it's amazing, you know, and, and, and to reach a family takes a family, right? So so I, I don't know if I told you guys this, but Maria started picking up kids. We have kids calling us, I want to go to church. I want to go to church, you know. So wow. we've taken to our youth. Uh, during the summer, we have a uh, summer party. So we have our youth services at people's houses. And it was so awesome, Dennis. Uh, Maria's sitting, uh, not not too close, but close enough to hear the kids talk that are from JJC. And they're saying things like, man, can you believe this? Can it's so crazy huh? how people like them, like people like us. And these are wow. seriously how these yeah. kids really, really think. Like they are. And they one actually girl, voiced that. Yeah. And one girl said, My you know Lord. what? It's so, man, this is so awesome. Like even the water tastes different. And, and to <laughs> us, that sounds funny, you know, and yeah. all that. But, but man, I, I know what so that good. feeling is like. I know My exactly Lord. what that feeling is like. To be accepted in a place where you thought you were rejected, you know, like you, you just Hallelujah. had this completely false, you know, impression of, you know, and, and one of the girls, and I'll finish with this, one of the girls uh, that that Maria took in a couple weeks ago, uh, she dropped her off at home, but before she got out, she said, you know what, tonight, excuse me, tonight makes me want to be a foster parent. Mm-hmm. And this same girl wears long sleeves, and Maria saw why, because at one point the sleeve went up, and this poor girl has cut scars yeah. all up her arm, mm. you know, and now she's talking about being a foster parent because she ran into the grace of God. Oh, this is kingdom. This is kingdom demonstration. This is kingdom talk radio, 1550 KXEX, the best talk in town. You, we're Lord. talking kingdom. We're talking the gospel mm. of the kingdom. And we're reading right now out of Psalm 68. Yes. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Sing unto God. Sing praises to his name. Extol him that rides upon the heavens by his Glory. name, Yah, and mm. rejoice before him. A father of the fatherless, fatherless and a judge of the widows. God in his holy habitation. God sits in, he sets the solitary. The, those who are alone, he puts them in families. Mm. He brings out those which are bound with chains. But the rebellious dwell in a dry land. Thank you, God. Oh, thank God. Glory to your name, yes, Yahweh Lord, Elohim. Jesus. Yes, the Lord God. We thank, thank you, you God, for what you're doing. And that's the beauty of the kingdom because at in the kingdom, all of these challenges that are going on in the world. Now, here's the thing on that. You know, we have brothers and sisters that are, like, missing the mark on abortion. They're not wanting to take a stand like our pastors and leaders on, have brother. done here in Fresno Come on. just last Wednesday. Yep. We ran out of this after our recording and went over there uh, to the um, Eaton Plaza. And there was Pastor Franklin and uh, yes. dozens of pastors there. I would Great say God there was over that, yeah. 60, over 70 pastors or something like that that were there. 
and about 300 people, that's my estimation, yeah. that were supporting this stand. And it was an amazing statement um, that uh, we can try and bring up and read the actual statement uh, that was made. But um, it was scripture-laced, uh, and it was in mercy and love, but also in truth. And so that is a wonderful thing. We're going to talk about that more in just a minute. But but uh, for those brothers and sisters that are not taking a stand, that are against it, I'd ask you to really search the Scriptures and search your heart and, and be before the Lord, because we do need to be speaking up on these yes, things. Sir. And we have some that are dear brothers and sisters that are really uh, social justice warriors. And uh, we recognize that, yes, you know, racism is a problem still, but we also need to recognize the progress that we've made. And uh, we recognize that there are problems in the systems of our society. Um, and uh, we able to find... ...occurred the last several weeks that have caused great concern to several pastors and ministry leaders. Here's the actual speech. ...have I seen such a unified response by pastors in such a short period of time. What happened at the at the, uh, the city hall with the, during the you know the uh, the Pride Week and the raising of the flag and just concerned about you know our city. We're looking for the actual uh, statement that. But thank you. Uh, the thing is, is that um, you know we uh, are wanting to encourage our brothers and sisters that are possibly making a misstep on these things. Now again, we're not saying we got it all figured out either. So we're open. To feedback as well, we must be humble and 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 listen and consider. I was listening to some dear brothers on a podcast. So here's the point: we got to recognize that the kingdom is the priority, and that at the feet of Jesus, at the Lord's table, in the ecclesia, the called out assembly, the Church of Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God, is where all of these concerns are addressed. All of these sins regarding immorality, regarding abortion, regarding oppression wife abuse, alcoholism, drug abuse, thievery, uh, all of these uh, deception are all solved at the foot of Jesus and the feet of Jesus. And so that's the thing is that once we really have the kingdom functioning as she should, people are getting set free from all of these things. Uh, And then from there, there will be an impact on the culture. There will be on society. There will be... Things like Roe v. Wade being turned overturned because we're praying, because we're speaking up, because we're demonstrating life, you know, in our families and showing uh, what love is and how we relate to one another as spouses and and with children and so on. It will impact. Yeah. But the other potential problem is is that it's about balance too. Uh, some of our brothers are overemphasizing the social justice side, which which they're we should speak out against racism. I mean, we do. We're demonstrating racial reconciliation right here with Pacific Islander, Hispanic, Irish. We're here together in love, demonstrating that right here on kingdom talk, kingdom demonstration. Um, So the thing is, is that the scriptures talk about those issues of racism and things like that, but they also talk about marriage. Yeah. They talk about purity and morality, they talk about life in the womb, as we read about the baby that leapt in Elizabeth's womb. And so, you know, we must uh, have the kingdom 
as the priority. And yes, impact society with the truth and see transformation as a secondary uh, impact. But also we must be balanced and not overemphasizing one side because what happens is with our dear brothers and sisters that are overemphasizing the social justice because there are problems in the systems that we have in our American system of this constitutional republic with the separation of powers and the constitution and our bill of rights, they're wanting, some of them are inadvertently, I think unknowingly fostering a leftist ideology that would replace the system we have now with something much more onerous, much more oppressive, much more dark and controlling. And that's the word that we want to put out is that let's go to God's word. Let's set our opinions aside. Let's humble ourselves and let's pray together. Let's study together. Let's talk this through. I reach out, Loto, I reach out to uh, one of my uh, pastor uh, friends back east that I've made friends with uh, online. We've had meetings together. We've done Zoom meetings with other pastors and leaders and so mm-hmm. on about racism. And he's a Democrat, you know, and uh, and I'm like, Let's let's talk this through. So after a period of time of doing that, he didn't he didn't want to do it anymore. He's he's he's, he's basically not wanting to yeah. be held accountable. I think to that degree. I'm not saying he's not accountable to God. I'm not yeah. saying he's not a brother. I mm-hmm. love him. He's an amazing man. Yeah. But when you get to where the rubber meets the road, yeah. where the truth, you know, hits at home. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, no, I, I don't want to go there. And I'm like, I'm already willing. I invited him on the program. I said, yeah. I have an, oh, you have an open door to come on my radio program, mm-hmm. our radio program. Uh, you have an open door to call me anytime. Let's talk these yeah. things because I love you enough to, to want to encourage you towards walking the path on the more narrow uh, way. Yes. Yeah. And you know, you, you alluded to something earlier about deception and, and the social justice. Here's a, here's a, the, one of the problems with social ju- uh, justice it, it, it's it's easily self-agendized, you mm. know, and you could use it as a as as a hatchet, you know, for your for own personal gain. And I'm not saying those who are involved and those who partake in social justice are have a self-agenda and all that. But what I would like them to consider is that maybe you're being used for somebody else's agenda. You know, there the you is, go. You know, you know, it, because the thing is, it's so focused on just a few things. Like you mentioned, you know, it's not few. Uh, it's not focused on everything. Just a few things, things like uh, racism. Let's just take that for instance. Yeah. So then they take this hatchet and they they, they they bring division amongst us, and so they use racism, you know, as racism, 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 you know, while while they're taking away rights, while they're taking away self agency, while they're taking away all, all of these things that that uh, minorities need, you know, mm-hmm. in order to build, you know, a life for themselves. While they're taking it away, they're at the same time just throwing this gasoline called racism, you know. In the name of social justice, and so they've got us fighting each other. You know, like you're racist, you're you're a nationalist, you're a Nazi, you're a white Christian, you're this and you're that, and we're fighting each other. And the whole time, there's inflation. The whole time, you know, we're, we're you know they're they're taking our, our our right to defend ourselves away. The whole time, you know, they're pushing all these other things, but they're using social justice to keep us blinded and to keep us so focused on other things that we don't notice what they're taking from us. And that's something that a lot of those, you know, a lot of people who are involved with social justice, they, they don't realize that you're being used 
you're being used to, to fight each other and all that so much. And, and as long as you're fighting, you're fighting each other, you're not really paying attention to who really are the mastermind behind your demise, behind the struggles that you guys have, you know, because you're so busy pu- pulling the race card and all that. And mm. I get it. I'm not saying there's no racism in, in America. Of course, there's racism in America, but racism is not the worst problem that we face. The worst, try fatherlessness. And, and, and so every time we come close to a common sense answer and a common sense approach or solution to this whole thing, you know, then, oh, see, there you go again with your father. You're a racist. Come on. Okay, well, well, we need to go to the Bible. There you go again with your Bible. You're a racist. So they just keep throwing these racist things. And again, that's what I'm saying about the, the problem with social justice. You know, hey, I'm all for justice. And I'm all for everybody justice. The problem with social justice is not everybody justice. It's just for a few. Right. And honestly, it's a hatchet. It's a weapon. And that's not good. You don't heal people by cutting them up. Come on, Loto. Thank you so much for that. That's so important. You want to see racism? Go to China. I've been to China. Mm. Okay? You want to see racism? Go 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 to Africa. Look yeah. at the tribalism. Man. And I'm talking about you got a little bit different size nose in your tribe or you're a little bit t- your tribe's a little bit taller yep. and they're murdering one another. Yes. Look at Rwanda. You know, so yeah, racism is a human condition. There's no mm-hmm. corner on the market when it comes to racism. Yeah. Human human frailty, human uh, yes. brokenness and sinfulness is throughout uh the the world and it all people, all uh, nationalities. Yeah. Yeah. You know. We saw uh, speaking of persecution, we saw yeah. a coach being persecuted. And something to celebrate, right, is there was a coach that was praying at the end, end after every football game. Yeah. Now, I want to look at that. Oh, well, okay, I just want to say one yeah, more thing on this. Yeah. Yeah, let's, 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 yeah. And that is because this is a really important subject yes, that we're talking on. And that is, you know, how do we relate to our brother, who we love, for whom Christ died, yeah. who are, I think, making uh, statements and pushing things that are against a well-balanced full-orbed kingdom approach Man. to these issues. Yeah. And so in Amos is often used by these social justice warriors mm-hmm. uh, because it does talk about um, uh, oppression of the poor. Mm-hmm. But but it talks about a lot more than that. You get a chance yes. to zip through Amos. It is a smaller, the, they call it the minor prophets, not because it's like not important, but because it's one of the smaller books of the prophets, yeah. like Jeremiah is the largest. Um, but... The thing is, is in in Amos, um, there was judgment coming on Israel, the northern kingdom, in that time frame, mm. um, because they sold the righteous for silver, uh, and 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 uh, the poor for a pair of shoes. It says they trampled the poor in the dust. They turned aside the way of the afflicted, um, and also a man and his son were were actually having sexual relations with the same girl. So here's the point. In Amos, it isn't just social just, it isn't social issues. It was also personal morality. Yes. Uh, Sexual morality. And they also, it says, Mm -hmm. profane God's name. See, this is what we're talking about with regards to what happened in in Fresno with these pastors. You know, Amos speaks out against this immorality, and they profane God's holy name. The prayer that was called, the so-called prayer, that called God the queer one, the queering one, the great transgressor. Well, Amos the prophet, the champion, so-called, you know, uh, of those uh, social justice warriors, is talking about personal holiness, morality, 
and profaning God's holy name. So it's also spiritual purity that Amos was coming up against. Mm. And um, drunkenness is another thing. In, in Amos 6.6 6 is another issue that's being dealt with in Amos. And they were committing sacrilege. Uh, and defilement by forcing Nazarites who were dedicated to not drinking wine or mm-hmm. cutting their hair. Um, uh, and they were offering leavened bread, which was supposed to only be unleavened bread. And so um, also, uh, you know, the reality that um, idolatry is spoken out against and so on in Amos. So that's the point. Let's be balanced. Yes. Let's have the kingdom as the priority, yeah. right? And we're in the kingdom. We're leading people to Christ sharing the gospel, bringing them to church, seeing their marriages healed, set free from drug addiction. Uh, their their uh, owners of businesses are not oppressing their employees anymore. Racism ends. We're loving one another, every tribe, nation, people, and tongue. And then from there, yes, we speak up. We go to city council meetings. We speak up at school board meetings. We vote. Yes. We do all these things. We, yeah. we see Roe v. Wade overturned because we voted for a president that actually put in conservative justices to turn this baby around, to get this shit turned around. Thank you, Lord. You know, uh, and yes, speak out against racism and, and we need to love the stranger and love the immigrant, but we also need a secure border and all those kind of things. Mm. Uh, but let's not just get knee jerk leftists and start trying to overturn everything and end up seeing that we're fostering a man-made utopian uh, society that is a one-world globalist system Mm -hmm. that is in line with the Antichrist. Let's call it what it is and call me out on it. If I'm I'm misstepping, you let me know, brother, sister. But let's love one another, and we love you if you're making these missteps, you know, because I make missteps, but I have my brothers here. I have others in my life that are holding me accountable. So, yeah, that's that's the thing. And, And so let's go forward. We're listening on... You're listening on mm. Kingdom Talk Radio, 1550 KXCX, the best talk in town. And you, Phil, you've done such a great job in queuing up these sound bites. And I so appreciate, we appreciate that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's go ahead. That's you fine. had one there that you wanted to, to, to bring up regarding another Supreme Court just uh, decision. Ruling. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't have the audio for it, but I just, just queuing up the, yeah. here on Breitbart, just yeah. talking and many, many articles. I remember being at home and I got a notification on my phone that uh, the long-awaited verdict for the coach that was was fired because he was mm, praying on okay. the field. He was expressing his religious liberty, and the, this, his bosses did not see that, agree with that, so they fired him for that, and he's, it went all the way up to the Supreme Court, and finally there was a verdict from 6-3 in his favor. And we see that Gorsuch said this, the Constitution and the best of our traditions counsel mutual respect and tolerance, not censorship and suppression for religious and non-religious views alike from uh, Gorsuch. So uh, what do you guys think about that, the the win that we had uh, for religious liberty? I think it's wonderful. Our First Amendment is first for good reason. Come on. Congress shall pass no law regarding the establishment of, of religion, or this is what's left out a lot, prohibiting That's the right. free exercise thereof. Thank you, Lord. Now, yeah. if that was a Muslim that was out there and he brought his prayer rug and went out in the middle, so we would stand yeah. with him yeah. as far as yes. his right yes. to do that as an American. Mm. And, and they were arguing, saying that they might feel pressure because they uh, they see others praying and mm-hmm. 
and a couple of them complained about it. I, I have something to say about that. Oh, yeah. go for Especially it, since there was a, a tweet out or, or a headline said, uh, you know, the, 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 the coach that prayed near students, you know, he, he's <laughs> given the rights to. And as far as the pressure, I'm sorry. I, I don't want to hear it when it's coming from the same crowd who is all about the pride parades shoving their sexual uh, uh, morality in the, in the faces of our kids. Come on. That's enraging. <laughs> are you serious? You, you, my, the kids are threatened by somebody that's praying, but not by somebody who's exposing themselves in the front of them? Oh, man, I love oh. that post you put on Facebook. It's like, it, it, get going. Mm-hmm. Get out there in front or get out of the get way. Get out of the way, yes. Yeah. Yep. Come on. And, 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 and you know sad, Dennis? And he alluded to this earlier, you know, about, uh, you know, just pastors, local pastors taking a stand and honestly not getting support, you know. And, and the sad thing about this is it, it's our own people who, who said who push back, down, push back. Down. And, and, but but, you know, it's so so incredible, though, what the awesome yeah. thing is, is that, man, if, if the parents won't do it, that's fine. God's going to raise up a new generation to do it. Because Whoa. if you look at all these videos, wow. all these people that's in the front of the Supreme Court who, who's celebrating these amazing decisions like religious freedom, Come uh, on. The, the right to life. Hello. These, if you look at that crowd, man, they look a lot long, younger than they did before. You know, these are young people that's stepping up and stepping out for Jesus unashamedly, unapologetically. And yes, I cannot wait for July because I'm declaring it now. It's straight month. Come on, straight month. How about yes, humble sir. month? We need yes, a humble sir. month. Oh, humble straight month. Yes. Are you are you intimating that that just as in the Exodus of the children of Israel that left Come bondage, on. Come on. and they spent forty years in the mm. wilderness, that that generation, Come on, when they brother. started splat- oh basically God. speaking out against God and profaning wow. the name of Yahweh. And they were saying to, to, to God that you brought us out here to die. Our children yeah. are gonna, not going to live. Mm. That he said, well, actually, no, you're not going to live. That's right. You're not going to go into the land. The genera- yep. Okay. That's right. But this younger generation, I'm going to bring on into the promised land. Oh, my god! And that they bleached their bones in the wilderness. Mm. That whole generation died off. And then the Joshua generation entered yes. in through the Jordan on into the promised yes. land. Are you are you saying that that's exactly what's happening to some of some of some of our generation? I, I'm saying that they spent 40 years in in, Come on. in in the wilderness, not not just because they were disobedient, not because you know God didn't want them in the promised land, but, but because it took 40 years for that generation to die. Ooh, it took 40 years for them Ouch. to get wiped out, and so that God, God could bring up this new generation. Hallelujah, to go into the promised land. Lord, we want to be a part of that Joshua yes. generation. Come on. We want all of our listeners to be a part of that Joshua generation. And the beautiful thing, Phil is that a generation in the Bible is this everybody alive. Now, we have Gen Z, Gen X, you know, baby boomers, whatever. That's a man-made division. Mm, yeah. That's a generation gap that's yeah. made by man. God, there is no generation gap in God. You're a millennial, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually at the very tail end of baby boomers, but okay, I am a baby okay. boomer, yeah. Right. And so the thing is, though, that um, it says in Acts, it says that David, after he served his own generation, he fell asleep. He died. Yeah. So he served his generation. In the Bible, the baby that is giving her first breath to the man who's giving his last are the same generation. So we have opportunity to be that Joshua generation together and to mm-hmm. go across into the promised land of God's kingdom, yeah. the kingdom of God in righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. And so... Uh, you know, yes, let's be praying for our pastors and leaders that are taking yes. a stand here in yes. Central California 
we expect pushback. We don't really expect mm-hmm. it from our brothers and sisters, but some people are. But I counted a privilege to have st- stood there with those pastors on that platform and taking a stand and putting uh, yes. the name of, of God Hope Ministries on that letter you, to stand God. with them and say we are standing for what's right and true in love, you know, to see holiness and righteousness uh, be ascribed to our God. Holiness. We ascribe just righteousness and holiness to our God, and we renounce the blasphemous uh, words that were spoken there in front of the rainbow flag in City Hall. Yes, and going back to kind of taking the stand with with the coach, and there's a lot of commentary saying, you know, he's praying that that's that pressure. But what is wrong with, they call it pressure, but we call it evangelism. We call it, we want, yeah. we want that's part of our expression. We, that's part of our, our sharing our faith with others to draw others and share the faith. It's a the good gospel. thing. Yes. So why can't, why is it that the, the thing that really is getting them that we can't share our faith? That's, right. And it really does come down to God's word and his truth, yeah. not the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. That's what it comes down to because, you know, uh, promoting LBGTQ plus to children is not the same as praying. I'm sorry. So you can call it what you want. You can say, well, you know, you think that whatever, but I'm not basing it on my opinion. We're not basing it on our opinion. Mm-hmm. We're basing it on God's word. Yeah. Okay. And that's the thing is that it's about good and evil. Yeah. It's about the kingdom of God versus the kingdom of Satan. Yeah. It's about the kingdom of light versus the kingdom of darkness. Yeah. And we're, we're kingdom citizens. Exposing our kids to prayer is not dangerous. You know, it's dangerous. Exposing our kids to some of the filth that we uh, <laughs> expose them to, even in our own school system with these books, like the thousand books that they delivered there last, uh, I think Just it was last, last year? school season. Yes. 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 That's what's dangerous. Not exposing them to prayer. Talk about pressure and all that. Thank you. It's such a privilege. And that, don't forget that, that the, at the zoo, yeah. I heard yes. that they were giving the kids dollars to give to the drag queens. I mean, you what know, is that saying? Well, what, is, what is this? You've seen the movies and so on where at uh, strip bars that they, you know, the, there's a stripper and you give a, more money there, you know, yeah, and they exactly. end up being more salacious, more tempting, take off more clothes. And little kids were handing dollars to the drag queen uh, there. And I just can't imagine parents encouraging that. So, but again, yeah. there's hope for you. Yes. Just put your faith in Jesus. Come on. He died yeah. for you. Thank he you paid God. a terrible price Man. for you, for me. And I am in the same boat that you are as far as a proclivity towards sin. We all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But there's hope in the kingdom of God. Call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ today. Yes, he will receive you. Just believe on him and he'll yeah. wash you clean. Come, let us reason together, says the Lord, though you're mm. Sins be as scarlet, they shall be as wool. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be white as snow, says the Lord God. Thank you so much for listening to Kingdom Talk. You brothers are such a joy, and you bring so much insight. Uh, I'm so grateful to be able to prayerfully be here on Kingdom Talk Radio every Saturday from 12 to 1. You can also see us on all the other social media sites, you know, on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, on all the different platforms. We love you. God loves you. Let's go forward in faith and confidence. We'll talk to you next week. God bless you all. Have a great day.